Hey there, love. You're listening to episode six of the Being and Doing Now podcast, where we explore what it means to know yourself better, love yourself more, and share from the heart. Presents to wrap, food to be bought, food to be made, home to be cleaned. Maybe you're traveling to go see family, or maybe you're not experiencing any of that, and instead you feel very alone during the holidays, or find them stressful for a whole host of other reasons. So these end-of-year holidays can be happy times, sad times, and kind of everything in between for us. They can be stressful or peaceful full of togetherness or loneliness, you know, we all have our own experience of it based on a mixture of our past experiences, our own level of self-awareness, and what we are consciously choosing in the present. And I think so many times we just kind of go on autopilot without realizing that we actually have a choice about how we move through the holiday season, just like we have a choice about how we move through every moment, whether it's the holiday season or not. So I have been thinking about what may be going on in your life, and each one of us is different, each one of us has different sets of circumstances to navigate, and at the same time, I find that there are some common things that we experience. So let's talk about a few of them. First, don't underestimate the power of breathing. And this is particularly important for self-care during the holiday season. I don't know about you, but my tendency is if there's so much to be managed and navigated and there's a bunch of things on my to-do list and there are things that I need to do in a certain period of time, self-care tends to go farther and farther down the list. And that has been something that I have done for years, and I have realized how detrimental that is. So to the best of my ability, I have been implementing what I'm about to say here. So this isn't just some nice idea. I have been doing this, and it makes such a difference. And I want to remind you of the power of your breath. Taking several slow, deep breaths can make a huge difference in how calm you feel and how balanced you feel in terms of your mind, your body, your spirit, your emotions, all of those things. So here's a couple of specifics that might help to do this. My suggestion is to close your eyes because when our eyes are open, we are taking in so many stimuli through that sense, that it contributes to the noise, if you will, the noise in our heads. There's just so many stimuli to process. So close your eyes, take a deep breath through your nose. And when you're doing that, I find it helpful, unless you already are accustomed to breathing fully through your diaphragm, I suggest putting your hands on your abdomen and consciously, as you take in air, do it so that your abdomen expands outward a little bit. You feel your hands moving outward. So you know that you're breathing more from your diaphragm than you are like into your chest, right? Usually when we're chest breathing, it's like this kind of short, more rapid, very shallow breathing. But when you breathe from your diaphragm, you are getting a much deeper breath and it is much more effective for a variety of reasons. So 
close your eyes, take a deep breath in through your nose, and let it out through your mouth. So there's no fancy technique, there's no taking in air and holding it for a number of seconds or a number of counts, it's just breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out, several slow, deep breaths. And my guess is that as you do this, you'll probably feel your shoulders drop, You'll feel your body kind of get into a calmer, more relaxed state. And this can be done anywhere. It doesn't take much time at all, believe it or not, to go from very stressed to much more calm and peaceful. So you can also do this with your eyes open. If you are in the middle of a situation, whether you're out in a store and you feel overwhelmed by the number of people and you're standing in line, even while you're moving, you can do this. Obviously, you're not going to want to close your eyes, but you can do the breathing to help bring a sense of calmness and peacefulness in that moment. And I also want to mention that this is not just hocus pocus kind of stuff. This is actually backed by solid, long-standing science. And if you want to understand more about that science and the work that's been done and how breathing like that has a physiological component in terms of calming your nervous system, getting your the systems of your body to work together better, getting your body better in balance, if you haven't heard of it or you haven't checked it out yet, I highly recommend going to heartmath.org. That is the website for the HeartMath Institute, and those folks have been doing amazing work for like 20 or 25 years. They have been researching how the heart is essentially the central brain of our bodies and how important it is and the role that it plays in balancing our system and bringing calm. So there's so much there. So I highly recommend checking that out. So second, with there being just one more day to get out there and do shopping and do last minute errands and all that kind of thing, I want to ask you to take an honest look at your to-do list. Whether you have written it down, whether it's in your head and you're just kind of methodically moving from one thing to the next to get everything ready before Tuesday for Christmas or whatever other holiday that you may celebrate, look at the items on your list and determine what is an absolute necessity for you to do and what is a nice to have. You know, if you have on your list ingredients to do like a second or a third dessert or a fourth or fifth side dish or extra decorations that you think are just going to bring everything together when you already have some decorations up, you know, these are things that you may think would be nice to have. But honestly, people who come over are not going to realize that you didn't do this, this, or this in terms of decorations to tie everything together or make those extra side dishes. People are going to appreciate what is present, not what is not present. And speaking of presence, your presence is a gift. It is a present because people can sense, they can feel, they can tell when you are stressed. They can tell when you are calmer and peaceful and present. There is a huge difference in energy, in the feeling of it. And if you are running around and stressed out and thinking about what's missing rather than what's present, then you're not being present, right? And you are missing out on giving the gift of your presence. So give yourself the gift of being honest, of taking some things off your to-do list, 
of focusing on what's important. Every little bit of the unnecessary or the nice to have, but not really important that you remove, not only from your to-do list, but also from the stress and the weight that feels like is on your shoulders, gives you a little bit more breathing room, a little bit more margin, a little bit more, a little bit more, and those little bits add up to a lot. And they make a huge difference in how you feel, how you're being, what you're doing. Give yourself that gift and give it to other people too. So third, that whole family deal. Usually when we talk about preparation, it's things that I've already mentioned, right? You do errands, you buy gifts, you wrap gifts, you buy food, you prepare food, you buy decorations, you put up the decorations, that kind of thing. Those are typically holiday-oriented preparations, right? But the preparations I'm referring to around family are all within before we interact with family. Or if you happen to already be in the presence of family and you're hearing this, you can still do it. This is also an act of self-care to prepare this way. You know, often when we are around family, we encounter dynamics that remind us of being a kid, that transport us emotionally and mentally, and even physically, the smells, the sights, the sounds, the things that we engage in in terms of traditions, it can all transport us back to being a kid and feelings that maybe we're not so good at that point, right? Feelings of stress, tension, frustration, maybe anger, helplessness, hopelessness, powerlessness, feeling stuck, not feeling heard, feeling misunderstood. I mean, a host of things, right? So we're not only navigating the current dynamics, but we're also navigating and managing those feelings that are kind of arising and feeling very present and very in the now, even though they are from then. And I read a great article this past week that I will put in the show notes in the resources section. The author, who is a psychologist, talks about how that happens and things to do to manage that within yourself. So some specifics. In your holiday togetherness, when you encounter someone who starts a conversation or even is known for starting certain kinds of conversations and having strong opinions and gets a little uncomfortable or, you know, you start to feel frustrated or angry, especially in the environment we're in right now on a larger scale, especially here in the United States, where there are so many strong opinions and such strong feelings in one way or another, it can be a really volatile kind of time. So when you find yourself in a conversation or hearing a conversation that may be difficult for you to either participate in or not bring your best self to, you know, it may help to be prepared with something to say that is kind, that is true to you, and yet is neutral. For example, I love you, or I care about you, and I'd really rather not have this conversation right now. Or, I would really love it if we could focus on something else. Or, you know, I respect your opinion, I respect where you're coming from, or I honor that, I hear you, and I don't agree. Or, I disagree, and I really would love it if we could focus on something that helps us both feel better or helps us both feel good, that is enjoyable for both of us. Some way to be prepared with something like that so you don't have to feel like you have to think about something in the moment, especially when you might not be thinking and feeling from your higher self or the self that you want to be. You can practice that. You can ask a friend, your partner, your spouse, someone you trust, 
to role play with you if that's helpful to you so that you can practice saying that again in a kind, loving, neutral way without emotions attached to it, without getting angry. You can work with that person to help you brainstorm things that feel good for you to say. The important parts of it are recognizing and acknowledging somebody else's point of view stating something about how you feel, that you don't agree, you have a different perspective, something that's kind of an I statement, and then joining that by the word and rather than the word but, and then suggesting that you focus on something else, that you focus on something that's more positive for you. So those are some ways to prepare and practice for difficult conversations other options that you have. When you find that things start to feel overwhelming or the tension starts to rise or you encounter one of those conversations that you feel like you can't be a part of or you can't listen to and you're not feeling like you can say something without something shooting out your mouth that later you would rather you had not said, you can redirect and refocus your energy and move that energy by doing something physical. Wash dishes, offer to help clean up, you know, step outside and get a breath of fresh air or go for a walk if the weather will allow. Go to the restroom for a few minutes and breathe, as we talked about earlier. Maybe suggest playing a game, right? Do something that redirects and refocuses your energy and moves the energy through you. That way you can feel like you're not stifling emotion, you're not swallowing what you don't want to swallow, but you're not exploding either. It's also absolutely okay to remove yourself either from a conversation that doesn't feel good or altogether from the situation, right? You can remove yourself maybe from one room to the next by getting up from the table and going and washing dishes, right? It is also perfectly okay for you to leave. You know, one of your preparations might be to make the commitment to yourself to say, okay, I will go and I will spend, you know, two hours. And at the end of two hours, I'm going to assess how does it feel for me to stay and how does it feel for me to go and make a decision at that point. Or you can say to yourself, you know what, I'm going to go. And when I start to feel that feeling of overwhelm or so-and-so starts a conversation that I just feel like I can't be around... I'm going to go ahead and leave. And a loving way to do that, you can let somebody know in advance that that's your plan. Or in the moment, if you want to say, you know what, I love you. It's time for me to go or it's time for us to go. If you're kind of getting the family together, we'll talk soon. Again, recognize and acknowledge the host, you know, if it's a family member or a friend and just say, you know, we need to go or it's time for us to go. Thank you so much for having us. I love you. I look forward to talking with you soon. Whatever feels good for you to say, but again, say it in a kind and loving and honoring way that is honoring and loving to the other person and also to you. So it is also an acceptable option not to go at all. I know that the time is short right now and you might think, well, I've already planned it, you know, and I'm going to go ahead and go. That's fine. Or if you're kind of on the fence and you don't know if you're going to go, it's okay to not go, to not put yourself in a situation that is uncomfortable for you to begin with or stressful. 
So the intention throughout all of the suggestions, especially as they're related to family, are finding those ways to love, honor, and care for yourself and do the same for other people in the process. It's not an either or. It's, okay, I'm going to participate and I'm going to take care of myself. Or I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to be loving and kind in a way that expresses what I need and how I'm feeling and also is kind and loving and honoring to somebody else because I believe that that and is possible. I believe that when we genuinely have the intention to love and honor and care for ourselves and other people, that happens. And even though we're doing something like removing ourselves from a situation or not going at all, and that may seem difficult or it is difficult for other people to deal with in the short term, if it is done with the intention, genuinely, of loving and honoring and taking care of ourselves, then it also benefits other people in some way, shape, or form. Because what genuinely is good for one is good for all. So, last but certainly not least, if at this point it looks like you're going to be spending the holiday alone, and that brings a sense of loneliness and isolation, and you find that difficult, I encourage you to be the one who chooses something different. Because if you are feeling that way, there are many people, and maybe even in your immediate environment, in your immediate community, who are also feeling alone. And so you can make a difference not only for yourself, but for another person, maybe for several other people, maybe for a group of people. You can make a difference by making a different choice, by being the one who is willing to go ahead and offer or to invite someone to spend time with you, to ask someone if they would like to have company, to maybe put together a gathering of people. You could do a potluck at somebody's house. This doesn't have to involve a lot of time or a lot of money. It could be doing something for someone else on the holiday that you know needs to be done or that you recognize needs to be done, or asking someone to take a walk with you, or go to a park, or have a simple meal at a restaurant that might be open. Again, it doesn't have to involve a lot of time or a lot of money, but just the act of inviting, of asking, of making a difference for somebody else, that also makes a difference for you. So before we wrap up today, I'd like to share one more thing with you and offer you a gift. If you are approaching the end of yet another year without actually living the dreams and visions that have been in your head and heart and even in your journal for years now, and it's just gotten to the point where it feels painful not to do it, I am going to be starting the day after Christmas, this Wednesday, December 26th, a program called Live Your Passion and Purpose Now. It's going to be a four-week program, and we are going to bust through the old patterns that have been keeping you stuck. We're going to help you connect with what you most want to be and do in the world and help you get the momentum going so that you can actually live it. You can actually experience it and be sharing it in the world. So the gift part, I will be giving away at least one, probably two programs for free. I will be launching that and you'll be able to get the details this coming Wednesday, December 26th on my website. Head over to beinganddoingnow.com to learn more about that. 
and know too that there are going to be just a few days to jump on board and it's going to close on Sunday, December 30th and we are going to get that momentum going for you so that you can roll into the new year and be actively moving toward your passion and your purpose and living it now and putting it into the world. And one last thing before we close. If you find value in this podcast, my love, please go over to iTunes and give it a five-star rating, leave a review, and share it with a friend. By doing that, you might be providing a great gift of service to someone who is looking for this type of content by helping them make a connection with this show. So thank you so much for being here. If no one has told you today, this month, or even this year, you are beautiful just as you are right where you are. Your presence matters. You matter. And you truly make the world a better place by knowing yourself better, loving yourself more, and sharing from the heart. I will see you on the next episode and hopefully in the Live Your Passion and Purpose Now program in just a few days. In the meantime...